Yo, guys, someone someone blocked me on, on Facebook today. Oh, fuck yeah, this is better than whatever my thing was. What did you do? <laughs> Tell me about it. Damn, this is a weird one. I don't really want to get into the context of, of, of what it was, but uh, I didn't think oh. that I was being... I was surprised it happened because I didn't feel like my, my comment was like objectively like aggressive or anything like that. Um, but, but yeah, the comment was like... Uh, Hillary Clinton was born to be president. Um, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> uh, but the, but it was weird. Is like the, the guy that blocked me. He's not just like a Facebook person. Like this guy has like been to my house. Like and like we used to do improv together. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and and I'm like, wow, he blocked me. We were just we were just Instagram DMing the other week, and then what goodbye. Was it? What was your comment? Did he point out that as Secretary of State, she's responsible for the deaths of hundreds of thousands of civilians? Oh, or that yeah. the idea of president is precisely that you can't be born for it. I was <laughs> no, I, I was op I was operating more from the uh, girls are from Jupiter uh, or whatever, um, or from whatever planet, not mine. Uh, no, 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 uh, no. I, I was just like, uh, yeah, I voted for her, but yeah, I don't think anyone should be like born to lead. Yeah, it's we're not. A, it's not a monarch. Except My bad. for Bernie Sanders. Uh, yeah, exactly. Who was born to lead? Sure. That yes. was yeah. a, series, a series of magical coincidences. <laughs> yes, um, exactly. And that really worked out. Um, yeah. Yo, what's what's good, y'all? What's uh, happening? Yeah. How's what's it going? going on? We got a we got a we got a we got four people. Yeah, we're lighting it up. This is our most ambitious uh, channel situation to date, except for the time where you. We had two extra guests, and then you didn't tell Haley about the two other extra guests that you added. And that was a disaster. And I apologize for that. Go badly. It was one of our least listened to, and I and I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. don't listen it's, to that. It's funny because they're on the graph of listens. Like we have like a pretty steady, like kind of middle, and then we have some pretty good highs. And every so often there's just like a huge low. And it's like always like an episode a where an oh, idea. No, 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 it was a Griffin idea. Just an episode where we look at it and it's like Oh duh! Like, of, <laughs> or, of course it was that. Um, uh, oh oh! Remind me, we got to get we got to get Neve's address because we have a book to send we him. Should go oh, to yeah. paper oh, his yeah. car. We got yeah, me after the after the stream and was like, "Can I have Neve's address? I want to send him Caliban and the Witch." And I was like, well, "Yeah, sure." Pretty Educate funny him. that Ozymandias is arguing against libertarian values. Yeah, well, you know, it's tough. It's not all life's not all Watchmen. Life's not all the Watchmen. Uh, um, all right, well, you yo. all are wondering who are we and what is the show that sometimes people don't like to listen to? Well, <laughs> it's the Game Boys Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Lux. I'm your host. Uh, with me is Griffin. We're doing our new casual Friday intros on a Monday, um, and we're here to talk about games. And we've got some super dope guests. Griffin, tell the people who our guests are, please. Hey, we got we got Caitlin Linden. Woo. -woo. And Kelsey Goldberg. Hey, hey. Kelsey Goldberg, Ooh. board game uh, extraordinaire. Our official uh, board game correspondent. Board game I correspondent. Am, I am a gaming Luddite. I will never <laughs> go to video. Never. <laughs> that, that's I mean, great. I did with Mario Kart when I was like 10, but like mm -hmm. nothing more than that. As sure. gaming that's becomes more could, like, refined yeah. taste. As gaming yep. becomes more mega culture and monolithic sort of in our culture, as there becomes no more TV shows or movies. Um, yeah, board games are sort of, I guess, like the opera, you know, they're they're expensive to buy uh, and, very, oh, true, and only like sucks. only like wonks play them. Like, okay, now you're being rude. <laughs> yes. Also, I have a really bad temper when I lose and I feel like 
game controllers are expensive and you're not supposed to throw them at people. That's good. But, like, you can flip but, like, a board game and people will forgive you. It's good to sort of watch out for that, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why that's why I like playing co-op board games, because I like when you lose co-op board games because you're like, ooh, a challenging puzzle. But when I lose competitive board games, I'm like, all oh, my friends are assholes. <laughs> and I want to throw them in the ocean. Um, God, did I look? I mean, I miss board games. Man, this quarantine sucks. Honestly, yeah, it does suck. And I, I, even though, like, the like, I, I, I don't approve of all of the aspects of the game we played last night on stream, I do feel like I was like, man, I do. It was just fun to play a board game. So, like, yeah. I did yeah. have fun doing it because the act of just doing Monopoly in general is still pretty fun. A game with almost no choices in it. <laughs> um, but it was still it's fun kind of to just like be you like you can freak out or not is the choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much that's it. Well, we know oh. about, we know Kelsey's background in in gaming. Caitlin, what what is your background in gaming? How would you describe it? Um, I'd say I'm like uh I'm a gamer um, by proxy in that I've spent um maybe weeks of my life watching different boyfriends play video games. So um, I'm sort of like a uh, an expert from afar. That's sort of like a primordial twitch. Is the is the girlfriend watching? <laughs> Watching, you know, and then, and then yeah. you upgrade and you get a few more people watching. That's the single cell organism. Of Twitch, single cell sure. organism. Yeah. More girls can watch me play. <laughs> uh, it just, uh, it's, well, it's like everything else. It starts in the home is the main n- thing. Now, during those times, because I'm interested in, in the in the in your perspective on this, like was that fun at all to watch video games that your boyfriend played or just awful? <laughs> um, I usually would, I would sleep a lot. I, would, I remember fall, I was, it was prime nap time for me. And then I for was sure. maybe later realizing like, oh, was I depressed? <laughs> like, <laughs> you yes, would play you video games all the time and I would just sleep a lot. But, you know, um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess some of them look cool. I like that Metroid is a girl. Um, yes, sure. But you never, you never, got, you never got involved. You never like were like, "Hey, give me that." Um, sometimes we do like the face offs. Or one guy one time had a full on freak out that I didn't p- want to play Call of Duty with him. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I respect not playing Call of Duty because I hate those games, and I hate the idea of someone getting mad at someone for not wanting to play it. Because now I'm scared they'll get mad at me. <laughs> I know it was pretty funny in hindsight. Uh, yeah. And so what was the what was the context? He was like, site. he was like, "Come on, just like playing." You're like, "No, I don't like these types of games." And he's like, "This is a thing I like." Yeah, kind of. I think it was more like, "I don't have any friends right now." <laughs> <laughs> that's even hotter yeah it was really he, hot he my surrogate <laughs> like, okay Man. well paint my paint my um nails then do do the equivalent wow yeah right that's a game that's one-to-one <laughs> yeah i didn't yeah, really sure ask him line. to do that he would have done a bad job you yeah, know i've never really Playing forced Call of Duty. I've never forced any of my any of my relationship partners to, to to game with me. In fact, I normally try to hide that aspect of of, of myself as long as possible and with people You're I doing date. Doing the right thing. That's, uh, am I doing that's the right thing, Kelsey? Way. Am I hiding my true self? <laughs> yes. In this <laughs> but, instance, yes. But to also follow up, you're doing a bad job because you make job a weekly podcast. video game podcast and stream video games on Twitch three to five times it's, a week. It's, it's called hiding in plain sight. And <laughs> that's not me, actually. <laughs> that's a, diff- it, a different Griffin be- Davis. If it becomes his job she can't complain because you've got to support your partner's work life. True. My, my current girlfriend thought I was a Twitch streamer from how much I talked about <laughs> video games. 
She's like, that's where I, th- I was like, no, I'm not actually successful. <laughs> You're like, I want to be a Twitch streamer. And then like yeah. the saddest trombone in the world. No, I'm not, I'm not even the pathetic thing you think I am. I aspire to be that thing. <laughs> God, yeah. God, I, remember, I remember one time I was on the phone and, uh, I, I was with a, with my girlfriend, my uh, an ex girlfriend, and she like was asking me to go out to this bar that I didn't want to go to, and I was I was playing a video game, and she asked me what I was doing, and I was like, oh, I'm just like about to go to sleep, and she's like, I can hear the PlayStation controller, <laughs> like Fuck I can hear it. the buttons. <laughs> um, Damn, were you dating a bat? I, That's like some real high I, level hearing. I know it's is uh it's crazy. Know, that's some like real aggro playing. Right? I was gaming hard. I was oh, gaming yeah, hard. Also, that's true. You get You're pretty. You get pretty game. serious. Yeah. yeah. You just smash the buttons. <laughs> it was back um, when I was living in New York, I was dating Daredevil. Um, but Kelsey, yeah. Kelsey, any boyfriends ever force you to play or yeah. force you to watch? Well, um. definitely it wasn't forced to watch except for like that's what they were doing and I could read a book which is what I often chose to do or I could watch and then when I saw the relationship kind of slipping because like all he wanted to do was play video games and then I was essentially expected to like be there when he was ready for sex and then like entertain myself when he wanted to game um I decided I was going to try to play League of Legends the fucking deep end Mm -hmm. um i just i had heard of it and i really liked it at first and then it got harder and i hate and i even got him a tour i got us a tour of the riot games um office because we talked about this yes we talked about this very good girlfriend uh and then i hated it and we could not find anything that we both wanted to do (laughs) and i got tired of spending time together separately did you try the opera Actually, he would have liked that because he was a composer and like super into classical music, but it was just a little out of our price range at oh, the time. For sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, no, video games, I think, are, if, if you are me, video games are death to a relationship. <laughs> I feel yeah. like, is there even opera you can go see in California that isn't like, just like yeah, people the Dorothy in college? Chandler. Yeah, yeah there's, there's opera like Dorothy Chandler. There's yeah. opera out here. Yeah, okay. the, LA, the LA Philharmonic is wonderful. Oh yeah, hell yeah! You know they yeah. they played uh, they played the Kingdom Hearts music there recently. So they're bringing opera to normal people. They've got street cred. Um, that's all I'm saying. Is they come? Was, they're coming correct. Was Dudamel the conductor? I think Dudamel was. That's you know, awesome. you know, after being a fucking just uh, just scrounging my way through Los Angeles as a waiter for the last five years uh i've waited on dudamel like four or five different times at different restaurants that's awesome <laughs> yeah yeah he, he's very nice he's very that's, chill that's, that's very that's, cool um, i'm and doing the opposite of a cancel i'm doing an endorse <laughs> <laughs> that's like oh, a, the inverse man. version he did grab a, my ass but i am endorsed but you asked a friend him of the yeah, friend of the podcast, uh, Adam Serwa, has the same thing, but with Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. Oh, yes. Um, not Wait, anymore, because Porky doesn't work in, in restaurants anymore, but for like three or four years when Porky was serving, he would like see Greg Abbott like f- every four to six months, like fucking clockwork. Wait, 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 restaurant. wait, is Greg Abbott the one in the wheelchair? Yeah. I pushed him in his wheelchair once. No, like, 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 Did not you, pushed like, over. Like, he, oh. like, I, like, no, 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 not like pushed over. But like, I, like at True Lux on 4th and Colorado, downtown Austin, he came in and uh, it's a, it's a two-story restaurant. And we, and so I had to wheel him to the elevator. 
Um, were you maybe I should have. Or were you just? Uh, I I had just snuck like, boy, in. Come here. I was seventeen. <laughs> I, yeah. on the streets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had been. I had been with. I had been in his capture for two weeks at that point. No. Um, Do you know the story yeah. of his wheelchair situation? I should have sabotaged the chair. You should have sabotaged his life. Um, yeah. But what's the, the chair situation? So he he was injured in like a tra- like a electrical line or like tree falling down accident that like destroyed his walkability stuff. Walk, your um, walkability is fucked. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fucking doctor, man. Oh, you need to you need to put more points into walkability. <laughs> yeah, it fucking absolutely debuffed his ability to use his legs. Um, and so then. As governor, he passed a bill that and then he sued the like whoever should have been in charge for it for like a bajillion dollars, got rich, paid to play politics his way to being governor, and then made a rule as governor that people couldn't sue the people who dropped giant trees on them. So like the exact way that he found like freedom from his like horrible injury, <laughs> he was like, no one else gets to do that. <laughs> That's just for Greggy boy. What's the, what's the wheelchair version of pulling the ladder up beneath from behind? <laughs> exactly the ramp. I think it's yeah, exactly. exactly. It's De-extending like, the yeah, ramp, folding the lamp, at, the ramp back into stairs. <laughs> it, it's, it's almost like class interests outweigh all other forms of identity. Yeah, it is almost like that. That's a pretty good segue to our game. <laughs> Griffin's fucked up though because he's thinking about this ramp thing. I think it's like an emergency like, break or uh, something like. Making yeah. them stop in motion. Oh, <laughs> then you get the then you get the classic launch. Caitlin kindly has been raising her hand to do her bit, and what she doesn't realize is she has to just interrupt someone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she gotta get in the pit and try to love someone. Uh, so, Caitlin, what yes. game did we play last night? Last night we played Ms. Monopoly. M S. Mm-hmm. Single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. I never thought about that. Not misses. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, Griffin. When you get married, you have to give up your career. Duh. Oh, right. So that would be the antithesis. Okay, cool. Um, yes, guys, <laughs> yeah. we played the game that Twitter's been tweeting about, uh, <laughs> and we've and we have two uh, of the greatest female minds that I know <laughs> to really break down what we what we think our original unique take about this board game. Um, and uh, I, I want to I want to start. With big picture, what when you heard the game, what did you guys think? Um, I thought it was gonna be funny. I thought it was gonna be mm-hmm. like a like a joke or like so, like some kind of humor injected into it. But when I read the description, um, it was very apparent that this was a serious attempt at um, attempt at feminism um, mm-hmm. through a board game. Right. Yeah, I thought it was the gonna be the Monopoly equivalent of a pink Hot Wheel car. Uh, <laughs> and that's bad. Well, no, it's much cuter <laughs> than other Hot Wheel cars. But I thought it was just like like clear <laughs> but, pandering yeah, marketing. Sure, not yeah. interested in the values, but just on getting lady yeah, money for sure. Yeah. Like the classic when the NFL was like. We're going to make football for women. Every team's making a pink jersey. The end. It was like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> yeah, you guys this, are really dumb. Yeah. It's like after the Ray Rice thing, it was wild. They were like, we need to commit to women. It was like, they this is like, a terrible way to do it. There's a bunch of untapped fans out there, and they're all women. <laughs> um, my, my, my perspective, at least, just go, going into it was, I, I thought the game was going to go a lot harder than it did uh, in, in terms of the those kind of... Uh, those politics and what I, then I want to surprise it. I, sometimes it felt a little more, I don't know, like 
there's there's some interesting things about the game. Um, but anyways, we started playing. And what are some what are some big first takeaways oh, you guys real have? quick or before we get that? Yeah. Um, if you want to see us play the game, it's on yeah. twitch.tv slash gym room. And I'll put a link to the particular stream in the description of the episode. Uh, but yeah, now we can talk about this game. But I just want to make sure people know that if you want to see what happens when we're playing it live, there is recorded footage. There is. There is. And Neve's there. And Neve's there too. Yes. Um, but like for this game, I guess to start, we should talk about the the rules that make this one different. Like, what are some of the rules? Um, the big one is that women start out with more money, and then throughout yes, the game, yeah. they collect more money when they pass go forty more dollars um, throughout the game. And sometimes get bigger bonuses or smaller penalties on like a community chest or chance type card situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They that, also that, yeah. switched out the railroad for uh, ride shares. Mm-hmm. Um, and which, they, I, which I don't think like women like, right? No, like, 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 instead of owning a railroad, you can take an Uber pool. But is, <laughs> and isn't that like where like women are like pretty much always victimized and not able to like prosecute their cases and stuff yeah (laughs) could be very sketchy for women and also it assumes that like i mean the whole premise of the game was trying to modernize it too they might as well make it like uh you just bought a a dark alley that you (laughs) (laughs) uh, a a, a parking structure where you're not sure if you're alone (laughs) it's also like kind of ironic because if you love public transit or anything like that you know that like the railways really like ushered in modernity and progress and the gig economy sent us backwards. So sure, they're like, hey, sure. ladies, you can't have the thing that's responsible for like modern life. Instead, have the thing that's responsible for the decline. That's mm-hmm. yours now. Yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. It's I mean, the whole game in like, both mechanically as a monopoly game uh, and also as like a feminist text just like really eats shit at every turn yeah, in I a lot the, of ways. But, but, but my, weirdly for me, and I, you know, this is just like, I, I, I'm sure it hits different if you're a woman, but like, I, I agree with what Kelsey just said entirely, but I don't know if the game is even aware of it. Like, I don't think that they are making that statement like maliciously. They just accept those realities as like a fact and are just like, yeah, like Uber is the thing now We're not, we don't do trains anymore. And I don't, I don't think they're like thinking hard about why, like, I don't think like, it, it just doesn't feel like specifically like malicious in the sense that they understand what they're doing. It oh, just definitely. seems like, yeah, no, not at all. But I think that's like, I actually think that's the biggest flaw of the game is it kind of looks at the world and it goes, the world right now is great and fine and working as it should. And everything is wonderful, except for women aren't celebrated enough and aren't in enough positions of power. So what if we had the exact same world and the, and, and therefore the exact same systems of oppression, but instead of men being the oppressors, women are. Yeah. I think that's part of the problem of this, I mean, we talked again, we talked about the stream a bunch last night, but like this is part of the problem of the game is that like it's like we're teaching a lesson to young women that they can do anything and invent bulletproof glass or whatever. Um, And that's totally cool. Like you should own it and you should patent it and you should sue anyone who tries to use it without your explicit permission. And it should like render you millions and millions of dollars and you should not share it with any other women. Let them die. Those poor idiots. And it's like women can have all that. Um, And like exactly exactly. It it, it, it paints this picture of what like feminism and like what a good future for women is. And it's like pretty a bummer. 
At least yeah. that's like, like now instead I got. of men being shitty, women get to be shitty. Mm-hmm. We're just switching yeah. off. It's not equal. So which, something for me that nothing, like because being shitty is like fun. <laughs> and, and and like like for for dudes and like dudes like me, the ideal feminist thing is like just like presenting strong, cool women. Like the Powerpuff Girls is like perfect for me because it's like they're like they're like <laughs> strong, right at my, right my level. <laughs> they're like just like they're like strong women, and it's like yeah, it's like I I could get it. They're fucking cool. Like they're like superpowered people. Like if there was a board game about just being cool ass strong women or something like that, that'd be so much simpler to make, and you wouldn't be like operating like dicey territory but like the way that they try to like tackle like the economics of and everything it's like this this game is for eight-year-olds like do you think like an eight-year-old boy is gonna like think it's cool that his sister is getting more money or is he gonna like be angry about that and then like at the end if like say a woman won which one didn't right i think give me that gold ass medal baby <laughs> lux in a, in a very cis hetero way denied <laughs> the, the only way i know how to be well, um honestly like, yeah some puts- of the properties lux owned were racist um and uh, russia uh involved russia so. was a big problem russia was involved. kelsey won the popular vote <laughs> Hey, look, I don't, I don't make the rules. Um, I'm not Kayla, I just win. Uh, yeah, just that. Um, yeah, even if a girl won at the end, I feel like all the dudes at the table would be like, "Well, she yeah. started with more money." Mm-hmm. And every time you pass go, you get more money as well. Yeah, so it. I mean, that there's no skill in that, and uh, you know, it would just be like a shitty feeling you're walking away with. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think the the YouTube comment that I was one of the most highest voted on on the video for the trailer for this game was, uh, you know, like if a guy loses, there's like always an excuse why he didn't like win. But like if a guy wins, he went God mode. That's like a and, dumb way of explaining it, but, but I like, think it's, it's like that is the core thing. issue. The winner and the loser of Monopoly, like think about like the most emotional games of Monopoly you've played, like with your family, with your friends, like they last forever. And like it's a bitter end, and people lose like one at a time. Like you get like, you know, slowly you you have to mortgage mm-hmm. all your properties and then and then you just can't play anymore. And then it's like a few mm-hmm. people left. So like to win Monopoly like that should be a cool feeling at the end that should be like holy shit i'm like a ruthless tycoon that you did it on your own merit yeah right but exactly this it's just kind of anticlimactic it's like well you're making more money the whole time so like aren't we proving a point Mm -hmm. this also (laughs) actually raises a really fucked up thing about this which is that like this game just kind of invites like gross misogyny yelling into like (laughs) the end of monopoly because the end of monopoly is like you kind of pointed out as much people screaming at each other most of the time (laughs) and if like part of that screaming is about how like the the women who are playing made more than the men like I can see that getting gross and nasty right. so quick. Yeah, yeah, I just don't see any world where it promotes a positive conversation for eight-year-olds. Like, uh, like I just don't see that. Like, I don't see it encouraging any sense of like of that. But the, it also uh, encourages yeah. like young girls to be the not the worst of women, but like the worst of humanity. Like when I thought I was winning, I was real mean to y'all because I was like, I have everything. <laughs> I was like, yes. you be mean to them for me, Kelsey Queen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're going to do if you're going to do a version of Monopoly that is advertised as utopian, you need to have a better understanding of like the systems that that actually oppress women. 
Um, because that is not a world where like most women are doing better. That is a world where some women have everything and most Mm -hmm. women are doing just as bad as they are in the real world. For sure. Yeah. It's like a, Mm -hmm. like a, if you get a queen instead of a king, it's still a monarchy. Right. Yes. Yeah. Check Uh, it out. England. Like no one said, said like, I'm coming for you queen. (laughs) Like I'm coming for England. You always do this. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the, another fun, just tidbit that on the board, like in terms of the big sense of the premise of the game is that, uh, Miss Monopoly is Mr. Monopoly's niece. Um, uh, and, and it, she's a self-made businesswoman. Except uh, for she's related to money. Yeah. That's, like the, that's maybe the, in, <laughs> probably unintentionally, but it's like the most of our time note about it is like. The myth making right in the one sentence on the front of the fucking box where it's like, mm-hmm. she's a self-made landlady who mm-hmm. with a rich uncle. And it's like, right. we all, we're all living yeah. in a time where there's a million of those stories and we all know they're bullshit. Like, yeah. When you, when you see like the I see these posts where it's like two 18 year olds being like just graduated high school and bought our first house. What are you doing? And they like look like their brother and sister, but they're married. Yeah, and then it's like there's an article about them in HuffPo, and it's like they started a business to sell special Coke cans at school, and they made two hundred thousand dollars, and then got three million from their mom and bought their own house, and it's like, and it's like that's not actually cool. Um, it does promote that kind of vibe for sure, um, and then also just like I just like she doesn't have to be related to fucking Mister Monopoly. Like I don't know, like she can just also just be. She can be her own thing, but also, I didn't uh, realize Monopoly was his name. I thought he was always yeah. the Monopoly man. Yeah, right. I thought, or like Mr. He I thought he was Mister Moneybags. Oh, well, interesting. Well, you, you can't sort of call an, a woman Mrs. Moneybags. That just that just opens the door for some real <laughs> sexual harassment. Fair, I think it's fair point. It's it's a language localization thing. It box. It's, it's, it's the difference the between money. now. Oh, now I get <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh, uh, whoa. Okay, we don't normally get this raunchy. Maybe we should have more chicks on Game Boys. <laughs> um, but so the something I actually was sort of like a surprise that me in the game was all these cards learning about the female inventions. Uh, like conceptually as a board game, they it doesn't make sense, but they remove real estate and they put in I, like ideas and inventions that women made. It doesn't really make sense, but it was kind of cool to like learn all these things that like women invented. Right. Like were those offensive to y'all? Offensive. No, <laughs> no. I like the facts. The facts were nice, but I don't I don't like the facts more than I just like playing Monopoly and landing on St. James Place or it could have been like St. Un- panties place or you know something girly yeah. or whatever but i would just mm-hmm. rather have landed on a piece of property than like yeah. what was one of them like reusable diapers i got yeah. the leaf free, i got the leaf free diapers like it, it, it was it, yeah it was it was kind of like it was very defining of like women are this type of women only uh yes. for sure I mean, and shit i really like i really liked I, I if there is a way to do a board game that celebrates female achievements I think that's really cool because my favorite part of the game was learning about those women. Um, but I feel like, again, the only achievements were like ones that were able to like produce capital. Right. Like there was no union organizers on that board game. And then I think there was at least on the cards that no we politicians. drew. No so, politicians. 
Or like, no yeah, was there any like Nobel Peace Prize stuff or anything no. like that? Yeah, like, no. like Marie Curie wasn't one of them. You're no, right. No it was authors, only business. No, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was all like business. Things baby. that could be sold. Okay. Um, and at least amongst the spaces we landed on, because we did not play through like the whole whole game, there was I actually only wanted one, to be friends when it was over. Yeah, there was only one inventor that was like a woman of color, um, and she. It wasn't just enough that she was like an inventor who was a woman and a woman of color. She also had to be both the first African-American millionaire and the first female millionaire. So like the one woman of color that got on the board was because she was a she first two for white women as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, there was one other one, but she was an astronaut. Oh yes, Cause there was, you, the, yes, there was the Latina lady from NASA. She, but again, but again, yes. the bar is so fucking high. It's sort of like, it, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, the point still is yeah. extremely ladies get to space. Yeah. <laughs> the like, point's still extremely true. I don't know if this is true. Actually, Griffin, you could probably check on the card, but my guess is the woman like chocolate chip cookies, which is on the board the most profitable invention. I bet that's you that's a white, wo- white woman. Yeah, probably yeah. so. Yeah. Well, whoever Mrs. Fields is, right? <laughs> oh, probably. MRS oh. Fields. Married. Miss- oh, married. Married. Mrs. Yeah. I- uh, you, you know, in some ways, I yeah, like yes, I I, I do agree. I, I I agree with everything y'all are saying about this game. It, it like it like sucks. Uh, <laughs> but I almost wish though that like it's like one of those bad movies you watch where you wish it was even worse so it'd be more watchable, like more fun to watch. Like like I wish they'd gone even harder with with shit. Like I I wish the pieces were like about like Lena Dunham or like Tyra Banks and shit. <laughs> like, I, I, I wish they just gone like full in, you know? Yeah, like instead shit. of being like vaguely modern, being like of yeah. the now, like be like yes. Twitter Mrs. Monopoly, not like um, mm-hmm. CNN Mrs. Monopoly. If they had like gone that way, then the game would have been a parody of people who try to uh, sell feminism back to women. Right. And would have been incredibly feminist where it's like we all we can all make fun of how dumb this is where it's like it's women's month so here's the same product but mm-hmm. in pink but don't right. worry your husbands won't have to use it here yeah. it is in blue like yeah like there should have been like the pussy hat should have been one of the things you could move the pussy hat really yeah. should have been yeah. one of the yeah. yeah oh that's gotta be dlc oh yeah. dlc <laughs> dlc please oh uh, like yeah. baby what was one of the pieces um, a pram. I mean, come on, guys. Um, a stroller. Uh, a a sh- tampon. You know, a tampon would have been Ooh, tight. A diva cup. A lipstick. You want it now. Oh, yeah. Yes, diva you're right. Oh, no, actually, I feel like a high making heel. fun of it, but like diva cups, tampons, there's now like a new form of diva cup that is like flexible so you can have non-messy sex while you're on your period. Okay. Like, I feel like those are actually incredibly liberating <laughs> inventions. Yeah, Me and Caitlin are both writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> Big news. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of our moms are horny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we talk about the properties a little bit more? Yes. Um, because uh, in Miss Monopoly, they took away the ability to build houses and hotels. So instead of either of those, um, which, as you know, from playing Monopoly, you start, you build as many houses as you can, and then you swap that for a hotel, and then you just lay to ruin your friend's feelings. But in Miss Monopoly, you can set up a headquarters, one headquarters on each, I guess, item instead of property. Like that'd be, Mm -hmm. that sounds cool for like, I don't know, recess as a fourth grader, but like as a grown woman trying to be like a titan of industry, Mm-hmm. You want to like put hotels up, 
So in in some ways, this yeah, thing takes that ability I, I, like away. Women from Women should you. be able to yeah. own, yeah, property. Yeah, <laughs> it, like yeah. It, it, it also like it, it's what, a IMO, What century IMHO. is this? It's way too <laughs> radical, Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. Not what to do with it? Where do you sign your name? <laughs> Which dotted line do you use? And I can't read or write. My husband won't let me. <laughs> um. So that I think you're super right, though. Like it also just makes the game suck as a game. Like purely yeah. mechanically, it just shits up the whole deal. Cause like there's a risk reward calculus that is like the whole reason Monopoly like is a game. Is like, do I dump all my money into houses as fast as I can and hope to recoup that money? Or do I try and save up to like yeah. hotel one place? Or like what do I do? Do I mortgage this for that? Blah blah. And all these mechanics are totally taken out of the fucking game. Right. Yeah, it really oh. doesn't make any sense. Um, so it just like sucks yeah. and it's slow and you go around, it's like no one was ever in danger of running out of money. So I just bought everything they landed on. And then we all were just yeah, like we still lost when you had the most shit on the board. And there was no yeah. railroads. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no railroads yeah, and there's no two railroad. utilities like it. Yeah, well, that's actually a thing I did like. And this is another thing that I think was unintentional for the game. Um, but they made Wi-Fi one of the utilities. Yeah, that was good. And Neve made a lot of fun of me when I was like, what? I'm going to charge people for this? And he's like, yeah. Oh, does it suck to pay for internet? I'm like, but actually in a world that is like this digital, we see kids fall behind who are from poorer families because their Wi-Fi mm -hmm. connections are worse and they can't do their homework or do the research. And like now that we're in quarantine, we're seeing the gap between like middle class kids and poor children become even bigger for no other reason than like wi-fi so like yes actually it does make me mad that we have to pay for it and i know that none of that was like in the like in the thought of the creators of the games but i did like that they recognized that it was a utility and it allowed me to say this on something other people will listen to wi-fi should be free for everybody true yeah for yeah, sure wi-fi is a human right everyone should be able to go post on something awful yeah um, everyone should be able to stream in 1080p and that's something yeah. I've said before 1080p even existed. Yeah. Everyone has the right to 1080p and posting as much as they want. People were watching an SD and I was uh, wearing tinfoil on a corner screaming about 1080 <laughs> stream uploads. Um, so there's one last big, I would say, contentious aspect of this game that I thought in a real game would probably like cause more more conflict. And it's these chance cards. Um, and now in these chance cards, different stuff happens if you're a man or you're a woman. Uh, some of the ones that we didn't get to are you attend a women's rally, um, collect 150. If you're a man, collect 200. Oh, wow. Oh, oh wait, we did get one of those. I forgot about <laughs> Because that. we got the one that where I wrote the article that was like, you write an article about a female entrepreneur. If you're a woman, get 150. If you're a man, get 200. And I got that double hundo. Oh, um, yeah. And it was those small increments that led you to your strong finish of winning the game. You know, bucks. that's sort of how structural oppression kind of works. It's just like <laughs> a, seri a series of like little boosts. <laughs> Some of the ones up. that Lux like got were pretty. Uh, one that Lux got was uh, your article about successful women entrepreneurs gets published. Collect 200. If you're a man, collect 250. Yeah, because give it here. Allyship is only good because it's profitable, not because it's the right thing to do. Which is exactly mm. what I want my eight-year-old son to learn. <laughs> there's, there's one that says you dropped your phone in the toilet. That's uh, that was a bit. That was a very funny. There's one that says you you finally found a dress with pockets to go to <gasps> re, re, high school reunion or something. 
That's um, actually quite a feat because women do not get po- pockets in the real world. Wait, that and, often. and I would like to piggyback on that notion that it's um, it's intentional oppression to make us carry a purse, which then limits our mobility if we need to run faster. For yes, sure. It also assumes that in <sighs> like in uh, heterosexual relationships that the kid will come to rely on the mom to like literally carry stuff. Right. Because she's the one with the bag, mm-hmm. um, which I think teaches Men boys that they can be free. That, like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like your girlfriend or wife can just carry it for you in her purse. Also mm-hmm. fails to instill hurt. the critical life lesson that you must always secure the bag. Yes, um, yeah. And then which, this is another great one. Uh, you get a full eight hours of sleep and you dream you are the president. Parentheses. It's only a matter of time. <gasps> Whoa! Whoa! That one's pretty good. That one's pretty bleak. Uh, I wanted to end it on that one um, right there. I feel like, in general, and granted, this is not the fault of Miss Monopoly. This is just our society. Yes, we want to teach young girls, or like really every child, to like dream big and that they can accomplish whatever they want. But I, it makes me. It's just so dumb. Like, not every girl of a generation is going to get to be president just because of like. It's a, f- a four to eight year period of time. And like mm-hmm. if someone else gets it first, like you can age out of it. It's like when people were talking about how Meghan Markle was aspiring young girls because they saw they could be princesses, too. And I'm like, right. literally not unless they're yeah. currently two, because there's no more princes. Yeah. In fact, she took mm-hmm. the last chance for women. It's a supply and demand problem. Out. Yeah. <laughs> not enough. Not enough princes. That's what that's what I'm trying to fix. Yeah. But Hashtag like, not like, in. I mean, we lost the best would, prince, didn't we? Why? Yeah. Why is that a good like as she learned? Who the hell wants to be a princess? It's a miserable. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't. And like, no, the material can of all. And I know there's like, I, I can't, I can't speak to what it's like to see your yourself represented in a glamorous way when normally you're confined to representations that are really insulting. And I don't want to like diminish that because it's not something that I can, I can speak to as a white woman. But I, I do think we need to find a way to celebrate those moments while also pointing out, but like, but also the material conditions of all of those little girls lives did not benefit at all. And maybe what we should all be aspiring to is how to raise the floor for our entire community, not to be the one person who got into the ivory tower. Who gets tower. out, who escapes yeah. Yeah. the yeah, one person. Yeah. And that's, and that's like, like everybody, like not just like that's, that's true of like general feminism as well. Like we don't need more female CEOs. We need more women who are able to empower other women to have, to take power back in their daily lives. And and honestly, that's sort of the big takeaway of like why Miss Monopoly just like misses the mark. So insanely bad is that like, it's not, it doesn't care about that question of like raising the floor for the majority of women or anything. It really only cares about your Meghan Markles, et cetera. Yeah. Right. There's um, no like local ceiling and then never retire. This. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's all, it's, there yeah. was even a glass ceiling joke on one of the cards, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah there, there was. Is. There is. And, <laughs> there, and she's like glass ceiling with solar panels. No, she's no, she's like, like, you know what? Like, you know what's harder to get through? A, like, it's harder to break through a solar pa- panel. Like, that's just a, that's like a permanent ceiling. A yeah. glass ceiling I could like Willy Wonka mirror out of, but not a friggin' solar panel. Yeah. You can't it's see a, the outside a, of a solar panel. 
It's true. Yeah. Not certainly not from the inside. It's a badly yeah. mixed metaphor. Oh, right. Like really awful, really who awful do you think stuff. Wrote this game. Like who? Yeah, do you that, think that was my next question. Like, is uh, I did zero this. research, but if we could figure <laughs> out the 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 five epic dudes that made this, um, yeah, the, to- like the crew to- of total epic bacon's. I mean, you it could I it could be a mix. Di- I bet some women did help make. I this. think so I too. Think all of them think that. Elon Musk is also a self-made man. Yeah. I think all of them get really excited. Mm-hmm. Both everyone who wrote this, not just the women who made Absolutely, this game, yeah. get really excited every time they read about a new industry disrupting a traditional industry. And like, mm-hmm. I I think it, this is in, this is entirely feminism for Silicon Valley mobile. Yes, I also think there is a there is an age. Um, there's like a clear age distinction because um, you know. Uh, with with this type of politics like even like it's hard to not go back to to like hillary clinton with this stuff but like older women really liked hillary clinton because it reminded like them of themselves and like their struggle but then like younger women didn't like hillary because they just like saw their boss right like they just like like they just saw like oh that's my boss who's mean to me okay guys i looked it up i looked up who wrote it shaming was right did you yeah i'm trying to find it um okay so monopoly at all was inspired by a woman named lizzie from like the early 1900s but the game designers and publishers are guys named scott charles and ralph oh you know what i apologize to the silicon valley silicon valley women that i've insulted with my assumption that they took part in this (laughs) (laughs) scott charles and ralph good job guys yeah <laughs> geez kings thank it's, you kings so the the and like to really highlight like to put the nail of this is like the fucking so monopoly was originally a game called the landlord's game made by this woman woman named lizzie uh lizzie mcgee or maggie i don't know how to pronounce her the spelling is very strange uh lizzie m uh and it was like a satirical game about like why landlords are bad and and sort of the built-in inequality of the system and how actually a better system is one where everyone's not trying to win and just works together um and then Parker Brothers was like, we'll buy that and make it a game about building houses and being rich. And then in the future, they were like, now we'll make it. But that but for women like it was originally and we'll make some dudes make it. And it is also fucking inside out and backwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now I want to ask a question of the women. What do you think is the future of these types of games? Is this a genre that is going to keep on happening or keep on is this is this the start of something or is this not a thing that will keep happening um no because i don't think this game is profitable (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean griffin didn't you say this game was like eight dollars yeah so i bought i mean one of the reasons that we did this was because the game was only eight dollars on amazon it was over a 50 percent sale on the (laughs) game and i have been seeing a lot of tweets of people uh taking pictures of it of like empty shelves with everything but miss monopoly uh so yeah. yeah it doesn't seem to be selling very well well i mean in terms of monopoly uh history or whatever there's all kinds of monopolies there's like beatles yeah. monopoly simpsons monopoly hello totally. kitty monopoly there's like electronic mm-hmm. monopoly like so i guess in terms of like the canon of monopolies like sure this shitty woman monopoly can be there too but like mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> it kind of seemed like a kid's game and there's also kids monopoly so yeah. also I didn't What's assume the next that the original one? I didn't assume that the original Monopoly was male. Just the mascot was Mr. Monopoly. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, right. But there it didn't because it's not I mean it yeah. Uh, yeah. From my lens, Mr. Monopoly was always a queer icon. 
Um, so, um, <laughs> but that's that's my personal, very specific view on that issue. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I was asking more about games in general, like not just board games, but like, is this? Do you guys see this like continuing as like a thing that might like even though this game was shitty? Like, do you think we're gonna start seeing this more? I hope that. So when I was a little kid, um, I loved American Girl dolls. And back then they were like the historical dolls. Yeah, same. Um, and they came and you got them in their like historical costume and they had a series of books. So I had um I had Samantha, who was like a wealthy girl at the turn of the century, who ends up becoming a labor organizer because she becomes best friends with her like maid's daughter and like sees the awful conditions when her friend ha- can't go to school <laughs> anymore and has to go work in a factory. And like it that absolutely helped turn me into the person I grew up to be and I I didn't have all the dolls but I read all of the books and like I there are still facts I know about like World War II because Molly told me them in the book about her um so I I think I think there there's absolutely a very valuable tool in using toys to broaden young girls or just children's worldviews but I think it needs to be done with a much more like clear analysis of what is lacking and a clear worldview of what you're trying to add, you can't just like pink wash something. True. Yeah. Um, I, I read something recently that was kind of disheartening about like how the me too movement is like kind of over, you know? So I, yeah. I don't know if, um, if like women are going to be really part of the conversation in a big way in terms of like whatever we've gone through so far into the future i i just can't tell huh. i can't tell if people really care or not anymore and like this yeah. had a bad reception so i don't know <laughs> is, it, is it is yeah is it kind of like when we were operating around like i don't know like once a, once like obama got elected i think a lot of people were like racism is over but like we didn't have the same thing like we didn't get like that female president to then like say that sexism is over yeah. so like yeah i don't know it's in this like well, weird also, middle like, ground i also think too like we all learned that like that one victory as impactful and powerful as it as it can be the systems are so big and so entrenched that like not only was racism not over because he got became president when he was doing the calculations and what fights he needed to win and what political capital he needed to keep yes. wage where right he ended up um like reinforcing some of those systems of racism black families fared significantly worse during the recession because of the bank bailout than white families did uh yeah. we that's in black and brown people of, everywhere in, else yes in the world like we've <laughs> yeah. killed a lot of black and brown civilians and while as a leftist i'm uh, like critical 90 percent of drone strikes hit civilians i think was yes. the number yeah, um, not yeah. not a not a gotta great get, kill death ratio. Gotta get some as better gamers in the Pentagon, honestly. Yeah, a lot of lot of lot of no scopes happening there. Gotta hit yeah. that L two. Is that is that okay? Killed a sixteen year old U.S. citizen who is wanted or suspected of no crime. Who was yeah. on a picnic? Um, or like just like a whole like, school full of kids learning like math one Yeah, and as much yeah. as like especially as a leftist, I'm very critical of Obama because of all that. It's not because I want to like take away from his like personal legacy as much as I want to say, like it, if he, he's the best president we ever had and he's a war criminal, like we need to look at the systems yeah. that turn people like where that's the case. And, and it, it's this, uh, 
representation in positions of power is not enough because ultimately liberation is not top down. Like my freedom as a woman cannot come from a female boss. It can only come from other women at the same level of me fighting unequal power structures. Right. So like really just more female union stewards and more female union members and more unionized workplaces. So it is interesting you say this, aside from being precisely accurate and extremely true. Yeah, bravo, uh, dude. Yeah, aside from <laughs> whipping a lot of ass, it also is a pretty good segue into this thing that I found, which is a different board game from the early 1900s, a game called Suffragetto. Um, it is a much better idea of what a feminist board game could look like than what Miss Monopoly is. How much is it? Can we play that? Uh, we definitely can, because I think it's free. Oh, so it's very simple. It's a one on one game. And the goal is I'll just read it. Uh, Suffragetto is a contest of opposition between two opposing factions, the suffragettes and the police. The goal of the suffragettes is to break past police lines and enter the House of Commons. At the same time, the suffragettes (laughs) must prevent the police from entering Albert Hall, an oft used meeting space of the Women's Social and Political Union. It is up the police duty to break up a meeting of the suffragettes currently being held in Albert Hall, all the while preventing suffragettes from entering the House of Commons. The game is won by whoever first succeeds in introducing six members into the building guarded by its opponents. So it's literally just a game where like a bunch of women take like hard body political action against cops and that's it. <laughs> it's like, I'm literally jumping up and down like a small child. You should look like, at yeah, it. It looks like chess. It's so cool. Yeah, it, it looks like yeah. Wow. Chess is a, a good parallel. Because before that's, this, I was trying to find feminist board game things. So it's possible. <laughs> yeah well the thing is before I was trying to find feminist board game things and I like there was like there's like the nasty woman like the nasty woman Hillary Clinton inspired version of Cards Against Humanity oh, which right. is just like taking a bunch of things I don't want to think about and putting them in a box so uh-huh. that one doesn't <laughs> isn't good um, and then all I could think of was like you know there's games where like you can play as a woman and she can be cool or there's games like a lot of female artwork or something but not a lot to touch on those as themes really Right. Um, until I dug this thing up, which was a, a very cool find. It makes me think, like, or were people, like, a hundred years ago, like, way more just, like, bright about everything, and then, like, something happened, <laughs> we just, like, our brains melted? Yes, yes. The, <laughs> the country has moved consistently left, consistently to the right yeah. for decades now. Right, um, since, like, the 80s? Really, yeah. since, like, the 50s. The 50s? Um, like, basically everything after FDR. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, late 50s. Um, and, and in 2024, the Democrats will run Meghan McCain. So it'll be it'll be fine. I saw uh, her on the Colbert show. <laughs> how was it? Um, she I don't think anyone wanted to see her. <laughs> <laughs> I get that vibe when I see clips of her on The View. Like everyone else is just like, we're remote. Do we even have Can we just not call her? Like, we don't have to give her the Zoom link. <laughs> it's like, no, I think, like Justin Trudeau was supposed to be there and then he couldn't. And they got <laughs> Meghan McCain instead. Ugh, God. <sighs> Man. I think there's something so sad to me that there's this game that like and it happens with every movement, right? Like when we look at liberation struggles, every significant one was collective. There was always some kind of like massive disruption, even if it was peaceful, right? Like when I remember when Black Lives Matters protests were happening in L.A. and they they peacefully blocked freeways and everyone was like, Martin Luther King would be so upset. They're inconveniencing <laughs> people's ability to get to work. And I was like, and a bus boycott did it? Like, do you understand right. like how people got to work on buses? Like, you don't power concedes nothing without demand. And if if people listened just because you said, like, hi, I'm being oppressed, 
you wouldn't like the problem would be fixed. Well, right? MLK like, famously hated traffic. That was that was the, most of his speeches were just about being stuck on the 405. Yeah, the bus boycott was mostly to get buses out of the way. Yeah, when they teach us about these movements, they teach us about like the one or two individuals, right? We learn about like Susan B. Susan B. Anthony. We don't learn about all of the collective organizing. The fact that there was like like organizing that happened between England and America, and people taught each other techniques with which to to resist. And when we learn about the civil rights movement, it's like Martin Luther King Jr. He just gave a speech and then everyone's feelings changed. They don't really teach us about the freedom writers or or um, uh, Ella Bay. Yeah, LA right. Baker no, it's or, like the, it's the West Wing right. version of things where yes. it's like and someone gave an epic speech and everyone was like, "Damn, that's the guy," yes. and then just like no things like change. <laughs> or like people having meetings or, you know. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. People walked down like, hallways and gave speeches and the world changed. Yeah. And like when you when you go into a lot of these histories, a lot of times like the the behind the scenes people who were like te- and not to take again, it's not to take away from the accomplishments of the person who managed to be the face of the movement, because that is often a technique you need and and to use. But like there's there's queer people back there and there's women back there and there's there's so much more diversity in all of these movements that get completely reduced to one person and kind of sold back to us and it creates like a really polite and um uh it it creates a citizen like a citizenry that does not know how to resist oppression in any meaningful way and i think it's really sad that like this game that teaches girls like hey organize and then resist the police because they're not only on your side mm-hmm. has been replaced with hey if you see a, if you see a police and he's out there defending Nazis and you're counter protesting Nazis you know what you should do hand him a Pepsi yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right. for it, 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 and like you see it in the Trump administration. Like I, I hand people Pepsi's friends. with with venom because I don't like them. But but <laughs> I, 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 and say I have so many. Only my enemies. <laughs> I toss them. Uh, I really liked uh, kind of to end with like what kind of Kelsey said um, about about the game. Um, uh, Caitlin, do you have any any final thoughts before we we head out of here? I guess not. No. Yeah, that's fine. I just need to check my boxes to make sure that I wasn't the last person speaking on the subject. Well, thank you both. That was awesome. I legitimately, aside from everything that's wrong with the game, I had just fun playing a game with friends. It was yeah, nice. It was nice. On the stream. Agreed. That was, it was really fun. Especially I when, it for you, longer. when you roll 10 and then you just like, it's like you're cruising on the board. Oh, I just love that <laughs> Monopoly 10. Mm-hmm. Monopoly 10. <laughs> no, ain't no 10 like it. And we'll have to oh. definitely check out uh, Suffragette sometime soon. And, yeah, and play that. Oh. Yes, um, please. Suffragetto. Um, but uh, do y'all have anything to plug during this core? Um, I don't know. No, I'm around. Good. I can be found. Yeah, can be found. Yeah. Sometimes on Twitch. Sometimes on Twitch. Yeah, Kate Lard on Twitch. Uh, Kelsey, you, you, are you streaming? Are you doing live comedy? <laughs> no, I don't feel very funny these days. Oh, God. Um, no, uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter, Kelsey F. Gold, or Instagram, 24K Gold. Yeah. Um, if you want to see my politics and my hobbies combined, I just found a recipe for Emma Goldman's cheese blintzes. So I'm mm, going to uh, cook those nice. sometime in the near future. Incredible, incredible. Yeah. Tune in for all that on social medias. Yeah. Lex, you got anything? Remember to check out the episode of us playing game, playing this game on twitch.tv slash room. There's going to be a link in the description. 
Uh, you get to check out Not Even a Show, the show where we prank the alt-right by making phone calls and making fun of their dumb head shapes or calling them poopy buttholes or stuff. <laughs> um, so try that out for size. It's pretty fun. Um, otherwise, PWR shit might be coming back soon, so stay tuned. And Wisecrack is still cool. Um, but then on top of that, definitely make sure to check out our amazing editor and producer, Haley Clement, who has a YouTube and Instagram called at, called Eat Every Sound, where she does food-based ASMR. That is very cool and comforting, if that's your thing. Um, and with that, it's going to do it for us this week. My name is Lux. I'm your host. Your co-host is Griffin Davis. Your guests are Kelsey, Bo- Kelsey Goldberg and Caitlin Linden. It's two people who fucks up the whole rhythm. Your editor and producer is Haley Clement. Your intro after music is Matthew Moore. And your R's by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, internet. We love you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.